Hello and welcome to the Freedom Baptist Church podcast from Freedom Baptist Church in Mineola, Texas, where we're free from the chains of sin and death. Thank you for listening and please enjoy. chapter 2 verse 17 tells us that verse 17 John chapter 11, verse 25 through 27. Look at that a minute, and then we'll go to the Lord in prayer. I want to, today, I want you to go from a point where you hope you're saved, walking with God, and you know you're saved. We've just come off of uh, Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. John 11. We're going to start up here in uh, verse 23. Jesus is fixing to raise Lazarus. Whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, he will give it to thee. Jesus said, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha said, Yes, says unto him, I know that he shall rise in the resurrection and at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, shall he live. Whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? And she said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which came to save or should come into the world. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father God, I ask today that you would just go before me and prepare hearts. That you would take your word and let it not let it return void. I pray that you speak to the hearts today, speak to my heart. Father, I ask now 
that you could use me one more time. Just like you did Samson, one more time before you take me. Father, I ask now that your word not return away. Please. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We're going right now to witness. We're going to look at three things. Number one, Mary in this had head knowledge of Jesus. We all have a head knowledge of Jesus. We all have a knowledge of who Jesus is. If I ask you who Jesus is, I ask you a while ago who he was to you, you'll tell me that Jesus is the Son of God. I told you a while ago that the devil believes and trembles. So how do we get the knowledge that Mary had from her head to her heart? How do we make that transformation to go into where we just have a head knowledge of God, of Jesus, and get it to where it's more real, more substantial, more beneficial to us? We're told in the story of uh, Matthew 16, verse 15. Go to there for just a second. I read a lot of verses, so y'all can get to put up the big message. Matthew 16, where it's coming off the feeding of the 5,000, we're coming off all these things. They, Jesus is asking the disciples, who do you say I am? Oh, you're Jesus. You're the Christ. You're the Son of God. Like I said, the devils believe in Jesus and tremble. So how do we get to where we have from a head knowledge, a knowledge that Jesus is the Son of God, to where we can apply it to our daily life, to where we can call on Him. Do you think the demons call on Jesus? How many of our prayers go unanswered because we don't have a heart knowledge of Jesus? We just have the knowledge that Jesus, He's God. All over the United States today, there are churches meeting. That are churches meeting people that have a head knowledge of God. But they don't have it here. You see, when Jesus comes into your life, Jesus never leaves you unchanged. When you study the story of Mary, Yes, Lord, I know that he'll be raised on the, on the, in, the, in the last day. Jesus says, I am the resurrection. I am the last day. Believeth on me. Believeth on me. Peter, they've watched these miracles. They've watched these miracles. And Jesus asked him, who do you say that I am? They said, this is verse, go back up to verse 13. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that the Son of Man, that I the Son of Man am? He says unto them, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some Elijah, others Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. And he asked Peter the most poignant question that you can be asked, that I can be asked today. But who do you say that I am? 
Peter, who do you say I am? You've listened to all these people saying that I'm one of the prophets. I'm John the Baptist, risen from the dead. I'm Elijah. Who do you say that I am? And Simon Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood. Remember, we were talking about flesh and blood just a minute ago. For flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say also unto thee, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Okay. So we've gone to a knowledge where we see Mary having knowledge no more than the demons did. To Peter, who said, Thou art the Christ. By the way, what does Christ mean? What does the word Christ mean? The anointed one. The set apart. Peter said, Thou art the Christ. The Savior. The Christ. You see, Peter had watched Jesus do these miracles. Peter had watched the feeding of the 5,000. Peter had watched and he walked on water with Jesus. Peter had walked all these miracles. But Jesus asked him, Who do men say that I am? Why? We know the story about the that Jesus feeding the 5,000. We know all these stories. We know, we know that these people believe that he was a prophet. And many today in this church, in churches like this all around the world, they believe that Jesus is just a prophet. Do you know, this week, I'm going to get in trouble here, the Pope, y'all remember the Pope? Funny hat. Everybody call him Daddy, Papa. Just met with the grand imam of Iran. And they have formed a pact that says the new world religion is Christlam. That we're all headed to the same God. We're just taking different routes. What did Jesus say? I am the way, the truth, and the life. He didn't say nothing about Muhammad, did he? But yet, <clears throat> we're running headlong after these things. Because we do not, we have a head knowledge. We know that Jesus is Christ. We know that He came. There's no, there's no denying that. There is more proof, more proof. If you want to go back to you say this, Horatio, all any of you want to go to, the secular historians in history can go back to a time where Jesus Christ was uh, crucified, resurrected. These things are not in dispute. But we want to water it down to be more inclusive to more people. So now we've got the Pope saying that Allah is the same God as Yahweh. We've got, we've got 
the Pope saying that Jesus is not the only way to heaven, that you can come through Muhammad. You can come through you excuse me, you can come through the Holy Quran. But these people have a head knowledge. They don't have a heart knowledge. What I'm trying to give to you today is get it from here to here. To where Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, just like Peter did. Peter, who do you say that I, who do they say that I am? They, he said, you, you're one of the prophets. Who do you say that I am? Miss Linda, who do you say that Jesus is? Miss Sharon, who do you say that Jesus is? Miss Barbara, who do you say that Jesus is? Brother Steve, who's Jesus to you? He is the Son of the living God. And if you believe that Jesus is the Son of the living God, you have to believe the words that Jesus spoke that come out of Jesus' mouth. Or if you want to get into the Southern Baptist terms, the red letters. There are 4,200 religions in the world. There's only one with an empty tomb. Muhammad is still dead. We've got to get it from here to here. Who do you say that he is? Simon Peter answered, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Who is he to you? Get it out of your heart. You see, out of your head. Because if we just got hand knowledge, we've got head knowledge, if we've not been regenerated by the Word of God, it's no big thing to go back into our old lifestyles. We've got a heart knowledge, our head knowledge, that God forgives sin, that Jesus forgives sin. My friends, if you are what you was, then you ain't. If you can live without hope when you sin, when you go back into that old lifestyle, when you go back into that old lifestyle, if God's not with you, you might want to check up. I know I'm speaking from bitter experience. Now, let's go a little bit farther. Let's get it from head knowledge to heart knowledge to the great commission. We can have all the heart knowledge in the world. We can have all, <coughs> excuse me, all the knowledge of Christ. We can walk with Christ. We can have a prayer life unprecedented. But how many people preach on that Jesus? How many are watching your life? We can go to you know, back in our day, you're way too young to remember. You're way too young to remember. Back in our, back in our day, we had a president by the name of John F. Kennedy. What was John F. Kennedy's tagline? Ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. Now, I'm going to change it a little bit. Don't ask what Jesus can do for you. Ask what you can do for Jesus. <clears throat> 90% of 
of all our prayers is we've got a checklist of things that we want God to do in our lives. We've proceeded from that head knowledge that we, where we know that Jesus is Son of God. We've gone to the heart knowledge to where He is the Christ. And I'm going to say this. I hope you take don't take it wrong. <clears throat> but if He's not Lord of all, He's not Lord at all. Are you saying, Brother Donald, are you preaching Lordship, salvation? No, I am not. But, Book of James said, faith without works is dead. You know what? <clears throat> A lot of our praying <clears throat> is like this. Lord, I'm, I'm sitting here laying up on prayer posts all day. Lord, I sure do need somebody to come and put this fence up. Are you leaning on the post all day? There comes a time to where we have to be about the Father's business. We've gone from head knowledge to heart knowledge. Now we need to put foot to action. We've got too much in the seat and not on the feet. We, all right, let me liken it to this. Anybody in here ever go fishing? Do you like fishing? You like these fish, don't you? You like, what? You need to get right with Jesus. I think you down here is awesome. I am. The majority of the churches in the United States today, we've got to be both. We've got the million dollar edifices. And we have flung the doors open. Come on, fish. Come on up in here with you. How many fish do you see jumping up in here? Huh? You can have the finest boat that has ever been built. You can have the finest rod and reel, Miss, Miss Renee, that's ever been built. Back in my day, it was episode 23. That doesn't matter. Anyway, but when you go fishing, you don't sit there with a loaded tackle box. You don't sit there with a rod and reel in what used to be $500 boat, and a $50,000 boat. And say, come on, little fishy, jump in my boat. No. You're out there taking that lure. Come on. Come on. That's why in the Great Commission it says, go. G-O. Go. <clears throat> go into all the world. You know where all the world is, Mr. Name? In the old Texas. Many of the Texas we've got. In the East Texas, especially, we've got an unprecedented drug problem. So how do you get Jesus from here to here to out there? By putting the Great Commission on that. Then I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. I want you to hear this to me right now. It ain't about methamphetamines anymore. It's about fentanyl killing people. And it's happening right around here, folks. Within 30 miles of here. 
Do you realize? No, I'm not going to go there. Do you realize that God is going to hold us accountable for this building? You remember the sermons I preached a couple of weeks back about the slothful servant who took his talent of gold and hid it in the ground? What are we doing? And I'm not talking about Freedom Baptist Church. I'm talking about churches all over the United States. Who do we go for? We go to the rich people. We go to the bankers. We want, we, we'd like to have a couple of masons. We'd like to have a couple of bankers, a couple of lawyers. Where they can give us that big money. You know, they had them back in, the, in, in Jesus' days. They call them Pharisees and Sadducees. And the Sadducees don't believe in the resurrection. That's why they're Sadducees. I know, I know. I know. I, I, I'll repent of that later. But look, folks. We've got a town that's hurting. A county that's hurting. We've got family members that's hurting. Go. Go ye into all the world. Get it from here. Get it into here. To where he's Lord of all. To where he's Christ. To where he is the reason that you get up and get out of bed every morning. Because if he's not, you will fall back. Let's, uh, let's go to the scene. John 6, verse 26. John 6, verse 26. Again, these people got head knowledge. They got head knowledge. Jesus said in verse 26, Verily, verily, I say unto you, You seek me, not because you saw the miracles, because you didn't eat the loaves and were filled. Labor not for the meat which perishes, but for the meat which is enduring unto everlasting life which the Son of Man shall give unto you. For him hath God the Father sent. Then they said unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? And Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the works of God that you, that you believe on him whom he hath sent. You see, it's easy to say that I believe in God. The devils do that. It's easy to get it from here. Like the man with the one talent who went and hid his talent in the ground. 
But it's awful. It's awful hard to do Because that's not what the body wants to do. We're afraid. We're afraid, Miss Renee. What are people going to say? What are people going to think of me when I ask them in the name of Jesus? Who gives a real? I'm not, I'm not scared. Where are you going to scare them? They're already going to hell. The Son of Man has come to seek and save that which was lost. How important do you think salvation is to Jesus? He said, Son, do you realize that Jesus left the glory of the Father to save Don Smith's thinking? You'd be hard-pressed to find anyone as vile as I was. But if somebody hadn't came, if somebody hadn't knocked on that apartment door, if somebody hadn't witnessed to me and gone and got from here to here to here, Drove me to church, kicking his friend. Did Jesus save the rest like me? Did I fall back on him? I got mad at God. I did everything I could to get God to kill me. I was as vile as they come and God whooped me every Says Proverbs, 
He that runneth souls is wise. Do you want to be wise? Jesus told you how to do it. God told you how to do it. He that runneth souls is wise. He's already told us, don't labor for these things that are tangible. How much of our time is building, built, is big, building a big portfolio? How much of our time is spent on things that do not matter in the life of eternity? Now I'm going to say it one more time. If it's not of God, who's it of? You know who the first person you're going to lose is? Oh, you good time, buddy. When the dope was flowing, when I was going to the Topps bars, and I'd walk in the Topps bars and I'd throw 10,000 ounces of methamphetamines down, I had all the friends in the world. That they're knocking on doors and trying to tell somebody about Jesus. Anybody around me? soon give me up to the police as they had to take their next breath. Now I've got family here who died for me. I've got a Jesus who died. He did die for me. What are you willing to do? Let's get it from here and put it into action here. Let's take it out of where the devils believe and tremble. Are you do you believe in tremble? Do you believe in Jesus and tremble? Are you on your knees trembling in front of an almighty, awesome God? You see, even the devils do that. Most church members in the United States aren't as good as the devil. We're not even going to talk about the pastor. Prosperity preaching. Healing ministry. Is all that is, is all that in the Bible? Yes, it absolutely is. But don't make the God of your world that your that world your world. My father owns the cattle on a thousand hills. He owns the hills in there. Get it from here where the devil's laid. To here, to here, to where He is your rock, to where He is Lord of all. And I'm going to say this to you. God's giving you a talent. And God, He gives all of His talent. Some just not other the same as others. Some speaking, some singing, some music, some teaching. God's going to require that talent of you. All of us aren't cut out to be sold, but you know what you can do? 
lift the hands of the ones in the battle. You remember the story I told you a couple weeks ago about Aaron and her when Moses was fighting the Amalekites. And Moses and Joshua was fighting the Amalekites. And as long as, as long as Moses had his hands held up, the battle was the Israelites. When his hands started to falter, the Amalekites started to take over. So Aaron and her, they put a rock under him where he could sit. And then they held up his arms. How many of you right here have got someone with you? And you might tell me. We've got a prayer partner. Have got someone that you can go to when times get tough and they will get tough. You can bet your mind I want. Jesus promised you two things. In the world ye shall have tribulation. But be good cheer, I will come to the And the second one is if they hated me, they're going to hate you. Does this world hate you? Do your own friends still come around you? Do your own friends call you up, brother? Hey, man, Don, Don. When I started, when I started trying to get around with God, I had them guys come up that I ain't heard from in years. Man, I got, I got, I got a bag. I got an eight ball. You want to come do some dope? No, man. Why not? I surrendered my life to Jesus. Jesus. And give it a couple of questions. <laughs> and I probably would have. But I had two people holding my arm up. Very very little. If y'all are out there. You see, temptation is going to come. When you get it from here, and you get it to here. When you make Jesus Lord of all, the devil's going to come at you. He's going to hit you with, are you really saved? If you were really saved, you wouldn't even think about that. If you were really saved, you wouldn't have those doubts. First John says, these things have I written unto you that ye may know K N O W that you have everlasting, have life everlasting. He says, "Promise." That's a promise. But you've got to have somebody to hold you up. I'm asking you right now. Find you a prayer partner. Find somebody that you that when you get down where you don't think you can go no more, to where all those buddies are calling you. And asking you if you want to go to those bars, if you want to do this, if you want to do that, if you want to hang out, if you want to do those. If you don't have somebody that you can ground yourself with, a prayer buddy, that will go to the mat with you and lift your arms up, the Amalekites are going to kick your tail. See, it's about getting it from here to here to here. Getting off our blessed assurance. 
and getting out into the battle. You see, Jesus didn't save you to take you to heaven. Jesus didn't save you to get you out of hell. Jesus saved you to get the hell out of you. How then are we that are dead to sin live, dead to sin live any longer than our end? Romans and Romans. You see, when we go under that water, we're signifying what went from here to here. And we come up out of that water. We are raised to walk in newness. Paul had Barnabas. Peter had James. They've got some of them they can count. But when you get it from here to here, and you start here, putting your foot down, I won't do those things anymore. I will tell somebody about Jesus. I will live for God. I will not go back to change. I will not live the lifestyle that I did. You're going to need somebody to talk to. You're going to need somebody to lift your arms up just like Aaron and her lifting others. That's what we're here for. A song we're fixing to sing here, the family of God. That song means something. That means that we're here for one another. That we cry for one another. When one of us is hurting, all of us are hurting. We've got to be here. So in order to get it from here to here, where he's Lord of all, and then get it down to here, we've got to make a few decisions. Jesus has done everything we need to do. He's already paid for that. He's already paid. I love that cute little saying that Jesus forgave my sins. Jesus looked as sure he did not. Jesus fought and paid for your sins. To forgive means that he could just wipe it off. No, he didn't wipe it off. He bought and paid for your sins with every Bought with a price. Act like it. How then are we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? You see the trick is getting from head because everybody knows it's Jesus. Even the demons. Put it in your heart to where you know that Jesus is. Is the Son of God to where you know that Jesus bought and paid for your sin. And then put it in your feet. Folks, I love you. You know I do. It is time to have less seat time and more feet go to one another and find out what 
I'll do for you today. Mr. Major, can I pray for you? Ms. Linda, how can I pray for you today? Brother Barton, how can I pray for you today? How can I lighten your load? Ms. Kelly, Brother Ben, is there anything that you need? We can talk and talk, but it's time to walk and walk. Lift up the broken arm. Lift up the Moses, the one that's struggling against the Amalekite. Lift them up. Find them. Seek them out. Search them out. Lift them up. Lift them up. I'm going to ask you to stand. And every head bowed, every eye closed, let's see you come up here. I really, like I said, uh, 